This is One More Minute with Nia and Lola. So today we are going to talk about sleep. Okay, so we really like sleep. Sleep is great. Sleep isn't that great. If I didn't have to sleep, I wouldn't sleep. So you just stay awake like a vampire? Vampires, well, twilight vampires don't sleep, but normal vampires do. Oh yeah, that's true. Hmm, twilights confuse me. Okay, so what is it about sleep that you want to talk about? I think it's a waste of time. But it's a time for our body to heal itself and renew. Like you're supposed to rest. I know, but I think that we should have been designed in a way that we don't need sleep to properly function. So you want to take this up with the being that designed us? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how you're going to get that message out there. but. uh... So do you get enough sleep? Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I think I go to sleep, but I don't rest well. So then it is a waste of time when I could go to sleep for maybe two hours and wake up feeling more refreshed than sleeping for eight and wake up worse. There is a way that you can sleep for two hours and get the same amount of deep sleep that you need to survive. With drugs? No. So I read this somewhere and I wish I knew where it was, but I don't keep track of the things I read. So if you program yourself to kind of like sleep for only 20 minutes at a time and you do this six times a day okay that'll equal two hours right are you asking me math on the podcast i'm sorry it's okay six times a day then you get two hours of sleep so then you basically train yourself to only sleep for 20 minutes Mm -hmm. and if you keep doing this then you're going to automatically go into deep sleep when you fall asleep for your 20 minute nap because your body knows that's all it's getting wow and then you are actually getting more deep sleep than somebody who only gets like seven hours of sleep in a row because they on average will only get like an hour and a half of deep sleep you know i think i did that all through my undergrad years survive on 20 minute naps pretty much yeah I did not get a lot of sleep for at least at least two of the years I was in undergrad. I was in because I was in everything. I don't know why I did that, but I felt the need to be in everything. So I was always in a meeting, always helping somebody. I was an RA. I was doing a lot. So I did not get a lot of sleep. So I learned power napping. It worked. I and my first like my traditional four years of college I didn't get involved in much of anything I mean I got involved with theater but that was my major but I would stay up all night just doing random things online playing games I yeah I would play games but mostly I would stay up and pull an all-nighter because I'm like designing a website or redesigning my blog or okay stupid things like that or doing some kind of graphic design work None of this had to do with my major. I just really liked it. You know, you would get in that zone Mm -hmm. and kind of, it'd be like, I can't go to sleep until I finish this. No, I completely understand that because I do that now, especially if I'm reading a good book. I refuse to stop reading until my body just makes me go to sleep and I wake up with the book on my face or something. Yeah. Reading puts me to sleep. If I'm enjoying a book, sometimes I'm forced, like my eyes are like, nope, nope. 
we're done, we're done. <laughs> and they become like so heavy. And this is the feeling that I also get when I'm sitting in lectures <laughs> in my classes. I slept, I think I've tried to fall asleep in almost all of my classes. Wait a minute, as a goal, you tried to fall asleep in all your classes? No, I'm saying like my body oh, was okay. like, we're going to sleep. And I'm like, no, I actually want to hear what this professor is saying. So it wasn't that the professor was boring. It was that they were just lulling me to sleep with their talking at me. I understand that. But I was thinking the other night, maybe like two nights ago, because I didn't want to go to sleep. And it occurred to me that there might be some kind of correlation between insomnia and distrust, like a general distrust. And I Googled it and I saw articles about the tie between insomnia and paranoia. I wouldn't call what I have paranoia. Okay. I was thinking more along the lines of like, I don't like to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. at any time. And sleep is a time when you're very vulnerable. It's very true. Like my insomnia is very conscious. Like I am Mm -hmm. saying, no, I don't want to go to sleep. I've had that a couple of times, but... When I have insomnia, mine is linked to worry. So I'm either stressed out about something that I can't change at all, like I can't affect the change by worrying about it or really doing anything about it. So my mind will not shut down. So it's just going, 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 going. And so I just stay up. I saw articles also linking insomnia to anxiety and worry. You can see that. And then I go to work and I'm irritable because I had no sleep. And then I want to eat sugar. You know, quick energy first. Oh, okay. But then you get really tired later, so whatever. I was just thinking sometimes, because you were talking about how, you know, sleeping, you don't want to go to sleep. I find myself sometimes like a two-year-old that doesn't want to go to sleep. So like I could come home and I'm doing stuff and I know that I'm starting to get sleepy like at a weird time, say 8.30. I'm like, I'm an adult. I refuse to go to bed at 8.30 p.m. I'm going to stay up. So if I stay up to 11 o'clock, then I'm wide awake and then I can't go to sleep. It's like I'm fighting it, fighting it, fighting it, fighting it, doing stuff to stay up. And then I'm just up. I have the same problem. Ridiculous. It's because of your brain waves. So you switched your brain waves when you force yourself to stay awake. It's not a matter of like tiring yourself out. You need to get those brain waves back. Okay, and how do I do that? I don't know. There's different tricks. I've tried meditation. I tried chamomile tea. Try like turning off all of the lights and just laying there. I actually found a trick to put myself to sleep by repeating nonsense words. Like words that don't exist like you made up no they're real words but they have nothing to do with anything that way if they're not related to anything like they have no negative or even positive connotations well actually these words do have positive connotations for me because i repeat in my head chinchilla banana (laughs) in my head i'm just thinking over and over chinchilla banana because i realized that When I'm half asleep, Mm -hmm. my thoughts are completely nonsensical. So if I then kind of hypnotize my brain into being nonsensical, it'll put me to sleep. I used to just have my brain create stories. So the one that would help me fall asleep quickest is I would start planning what I would do if I won the lottery. 
and that would put me to sleep. I don't know why, but I would plan it out. That would wake me up. It doesn't. It would always put me to sleep because my brain is just like, okay, you're going to do this first. Then you're going to do the second. So maybe the thought of organizing stuff <laughs> puts me to sleep. I don't know. It's my happy place, organizing stuff. Well, sometimes if it's like methodical, it can put you to sleep because I've heard that if you imagine painting a wall, it puts you to sleep. I also listen to music. Not like music with words. I have to listen to like my sounds, like ocean, waterfalls, thunderstorms, those help. That would make me want to go to the bathroom. Well, that hasn't happened so far, but if I pee on myself tonight, I'll let you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. But normally I'm pretty a a light sleeper. Do you find yourself going in real deep? I think that could be why I don't get a lot of sleep because I'm just hearing everything. I have no idea if I'm a light or a deep sleeper. Are you easily woken up? I can't tell. Because I have no idea what's going on when I'm asleep. Then probably not. I'm easily like, if someone was to open the door, I would wake up. If someone walked into a room, even though maybe say the door was open, they just walked into the room, I would wake up. I would wake up for that, yeah. I wake up at the slightest like weird thing, but... Like living alone, I don't know. I mean, when my cat is being super obnoxious and meowing, yelling at me, then I wake up. Okay, so what else about sleep shall we talk about? There's so many things. Are there? Yes. Like I told you, I learned how to control my dreams because of Freddy Krueger. Nightmare on Elm Street. You know, he could go into people's dreams and murder up everybody. Well... (laughs) When I was younger, I was watching those videos and I was having these crazy nightmares because my dreams are like super colorful, super energetic. That's probably why I'm sleepy too. Like they're like a full blown movie. So yeah, he was chasing me around and I think there was one dream. I think he killed me. And in the dream, as I was dying, I was like, nope. And I reversed it and went all the way back and I changed the outcome. And then ever since then, that's what I do. So you have full control over your dreams? I don't think always, but if depending on what the dream is, I'll either, if it's really super scary, I can still be asleep and change it, or I'll wake up halfway and be like, what the hell? And then I'll go back to sleep and change it. But the second one's less sleep-like, but yeah, I have done that. Interesting. my dreams were scary. I have disturbing dreams. I wouldn't say any of my dreams have been scary. Although one time I felt trapped because I was trying to run away from these thugs. And when I woke up, I realized I was trapped because my blanket was literally like... (laughs) I had somehow scooped my blanket up into my armpit. So it was like kind of trapping me in a way that I couldn't move. I felt kind of paralyzed. But anyways. Yeah, yeah. That would be scary though. You know what sucks is that when you're having like a really good dream, which is very rare for me, and then you wake up at that moment where you're just like, no, I need to go back to sleep. But there's just no way you're going back to sleep. But when you have like a nightmare and you wake up, you're like, I really want to go back to sleep, but I don't want to return to that dream. And then you kind of start drifting off again, but you're still in that dream and you're like, no, 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 no. Yes. Has that ever happened to you where you're asleep, scary dream, you think that you've woken up and you're out of it, but you're actually still in the dream? 
Does it ever happen? I want to say yes, but I have no idea. That has happened. So it's like you wake up in the dream and you're like, yay. And it's like you're looking at your room and you're like, it was just a dream. And then you're like, no, shit. The monster. That's horrifying. (laughs) That has happened only a couple times that I recall, but yeah. I think it's interesting when people say they don't dream. And I'm just like, you do dream. You just don't remember your dream. Like, how is that possible that you don't dream? And then they they insist. And I'm like, okay, whatever. A lot of it probably has to do with how they wake up, too. Yeah, if you wake up during light sleep and you don't wake up during REM, then you're not going to remember any dreams. You have to wake up during a dream to remember it. When I was in my first undergrad years I took a psychology class so we had to do like dream journals so we had to have a recorder and we had to wake up and record our dream it's the creepiest thing to hear your voice not fully awake and you're recording your dream it's creepy I don't even know what I did with those tapes I don't think I want to hear them I don't but it was pretty cool because I he was teaching us how to kind of analyze our dreams and do some different things with it So long ago, though. So what is your favorite sleep position? My favorite sleep position? Yeah. On your back, on your side, upside down. Well, because I don't sleep on a bed and I don't use a pillow, my most comfortable sleep position is flat on my back, kind of like in relaxation and yoga. So that's a little different than maybe some of our, I was going to call them readers, but they're not reading anything. Some of our listeners. So no bed. So what do you sleep on? Air? Clouds? Yes, I float. I sleep on a cloud. (laughs) Low the floats. I sleep on the floor. My apartment is carpeted, which is nice. But carpet's rough, so I also have like a blanket that is between me and the carpet. So is there something about sleeping on the floor that's better for sleep? It's better for your body. So it's bad for you in the same way shoes are bad for you because your body will always try to be on solid ground. Okay. So like when your foot is on top of something cushy, it will press down harder to feel like ground. It's not going to float on top. So it's looking for balance? Kind of. equilibrium? Okay. When you're on a pillow, you're actually pushing down harder. That's why you get strain on your neck. So were you able to just switch from sleeping in a bed to sleeping on the floor? Have you always been on the floor? I stopped using a pillow maybe four years ago, and I stopped sleeping on a bed only less than two years ago. So I've tried sleeping in my bed without a pillow, and it feels super uncomfortable. Like it gives me a headache. Is that normal? Am I weird? Well, it also has to do with how you're sleeping. But that's another thing is if you're sleeping on the floor or you're sleeping without a pillow, then you naturally have to sleep in a position that's comfortable. When you're sleeping with all these like cushy stuff, you could be twisted into something that's not comfortable, but you wouldn't realize it. And that's why people wake up with aches and pains and things like that. Mm, Maybe one day I'll try it. Maybe not. I am not explaining this well at all, (laughs) so I'll probably cut this out. Aww. It's still interesting. You know what would be really cool? If technology could make it so that we could record a video of our dreams. I don't know if we want to see that. 
That'd be some weird stuff. I would want that just so I could replay it and kind of analyze it and be like, oh, that's actually what happened in the dream. That's so weird. And What if you have a sex dream? Do you want to see that? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> you, you never wake up from a sex dream and think, I would really love a copy of that movie. <laughs> I mean, of course, there are the horrifying ones where you're just like, ew, I can't believe, ew, no, not with that person. (laughs) And you're just like, fuck you, subconscious. What are you doing to me? (laughs) Oh, hilarious. What is the weirdest place you've ever fallen asleep? I can't fall asleep in weird places. Nowhere? Most awkward place. Have you fallen asleep on public transportation? I was trying to think of any time I fall asleep on public transportation. But the only times I fall asleep on public transportation is like if I'm on like a long bus trip and my friends are there. So I know it's safe to fall asleep. But usually I still don't fall asleep. I've fallen asleep in planes, trains, automobiles. (laughs) I have. I've fallen asleep. I can fall asleep in public transportation. It's never bothered me unless I'm sitting beside someone that's really creepy. There's only been one time that I was like, I should not have fallen asleep because I woke up and I was like, what the hell happened while I was asleep? All I know is I had to ride Greyhound to get to another state. It was a long story. But anyway, so I'm I'm on this bus and they make this stop in like this rural place and this guy gets on without a ticket and we're just kind of like, okay. And it's at nighttime, but he goes to the back and it's like, okay, everyone goes to sleep. We wake up. He is pretty much naked. His clothes are in the aisle and no one knows where he is. What? We're just like, we woke up. We're like, what is happening? And then the bus driver's like, get your clothes and get off. And then he's just, he finally stands up and he's just kind of pacing in the back. And we're all like, uh, what? And then he sits directly behind me. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to fight my way out of this. But eventually, I mean, he got off because at the stop, the Greyhound bus stop, it was like at a McDonald's. There's cops out there. So she was just like, you see them? I'm getting ready to go get them. And then he got his shirt and he got off in his underwear. That was really weird. And he smelled bad. But I'm just like thinking to myself, you just transported a mentally ill person across state lines. Like, what is that? Do you think he might have had like that dissociative disorder where he blacked out? There's no telling. I didn't make eye contact. (laughs) Well, at least because he was naked, he obviously didn't have a weapon on him. True. That was easy to access. I mean, he was not a small dude. He was the weapon. But I would say that would be the most awkward, weird place that I was worried about my safety. I'm trying to think about other things about sleep. I know, maybe this was a terrible topic. It's not. Because I feel like we're going to leave here today and then we're going to be like, we should have talked about I know, I'm going to think of all these things right before I go to sleep about what I could have said about sleep. Have you ever have you ever farted in your sleep with your significant other? Oh, man? Yeah. And what happened? 
I had a boyfriend who very much told me I fart in my sleep all the time. Were you embarrassed? I'm human. Okay. I'm more worried about his health because, like, he ate worse than I did, and yet he rarely farted around me. And I'm just like, were you that constipated? Like, ugh. He just ran out the room every time he had to fart. No, he didn't. He had really silent farts. No. Because silent farts are smelly farts. That's where the silent but deadly, although I prefer the term silent but violent because it rhymes. Silent but violent. Okay, I'll use that. Because those are induced by, like, just the bacteria and stuff, whereas you can fart because of a buildup of, like, just air. It doesn't necessarily have to be bacteria gas. And so if it's loud, it could be smelly. It could not be. It depends. But silent ones are most likely smelly. And smellier than the loud ones, which is so rude because it's like, give us a warning. (laughs) Do you not fart in your sleep? I'm sure I must. No one's told me. Have you ever seen Goodwill Hunting? No. So Robin Williams, I think he improvised um, talking about his wife who, who who has passed. So he was a widower. But in the movie... He's with Matt Damon's character, and he starts talking about how, like, something that he remembered about his wife was that she farted so much in her sleep, and he talks about it kind of, like, endearingly, and Matt Damon's, like, cracking up about it. And I was like, what the fuck, man? You two don't fart in your sleep? Of course you do. Shut up. (laughs) Of course, of course. But I don't know. I mean, maybe they've just been too kind to be like, whoo, child, I don't don't know. (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? If you could go to sleep and wake up whenever you want, what would be your ideal bedtime and your ideal wake-up time? Like, work doesn't matter. Nothing matters. It's like, what do you naturally go towards when it's all in your control? When it's all in my control, I would say if I'm not being a stubborn child and trying to stay up all night, I probably fall asleep between 11 and 12, and I wake up around 7. What time were you born? Midnight. Interesting. Why? I don't know. I had a theory of, like, when people were born, how that relates to whether they're a morning person or not, but it hasn't panned out whatsoever. (laughs) Okay, okay. I was born around lunchtime, and that's when I'm at my best, and... When left to my own devices, mm-hmm. I would probably go to bed at 3 a.m. and wake up at 11 a.m. No matter <laughs> what I do, I somehow always move towards waking up at 11. So you need a career where you can get up at 11. Yes, and stay up all night and be a vampire, basically. You could do that. You could do that. I'm not really a night person. I like to be out in the sun, but... Living, I would say living kind of in these, I don't know, small town, wannabe cities. I don't, I just don't really want to go outside. Like I don't have, if I had a porch or something, I would probably go outside more. Or a balcony that I could actually sit on where people aren't smoking around me. But yeah. Okay, sleep with a fan or not? I do need white noise to sleep now. In fact, I wish I had... I wish I had discovered white noise much sooner, like when I was a child, because I thought I needed complete silence to Mm -hmm. sleep, but it's those little noises that keep me up. 
And if I had known about white noise, it would have blocked all that out. Why is it called white noise? And not black noise or brown noise? The, the brown noise makes me think of the brown note. <laughs> that makes you poop. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, so I discovered that I need white noise to sleep sometime in college because I did use a fan mm-hmm. and the fan helped lull me to sleep. I've been using a white noise machine for, or I will say a sound machine, because I listen to the ocean. I listen to all things water. And no, they don't make me pee, even though you said I might pee on myself now. Um, I didn't say that. I just said it doesn't make doesn't no, make you I'm going to pee on myself tonight. Um, yeah, I've been doing that for a long time. I had one. My mom got me my first one, and then I had to give it to my brother. And then she ended up getting it from him. Then I had to buy a new one. It's just a whole mess. But we've all had one. Yours is, that's different. The sound machine with, like, the nature noises. Nature sounds. I shouldn't say noise. Well, I mean, the sound of ocean waves is considered, like, white noise. No, I cannot sleep to any of that. Yeah. Mine needs to be, like, a humming. Yeah. I have that on there, too. But white noise for me is my... They, water. they have alarm clocks apparently that like it'll be white noise and to wake you up it just stops so it's the absence of sound that'll wake you up and I was like that sounds amazing because one so I have my hmm. space heater that makes noise and I also have my sound machine that makes noise and Sometimes, like one time I forgot to turn on the sound machine, but I had the space heater on. Mm-hmm. But the space heater shuts off once it's done. And it woke me up when it stopped. Oh, so you need something like that. Yeah, I was like, that's a very gentle way of waking up. It's just suddenly like, oh, the world ended. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wanted one of those uh, alarm clocks that do the brightens. Oh, like the sunrise? Mm-hmm. Because that will wake me up because the the sun wakes me up now, which is why I have my curtains open. So my body's just automatically like, okay, get up. And then I'll wake up and I'll be like, nope, don't want to. I have a, now I use an app on my phone. It's called Sleep as Android or something like that. What's it called? I think that's, it's something like that. It has the word Android in it because I have an Android. So you have to like start it to track your sleep. Okay. And then when you are in light sleep, that's when it'll sound the alarm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's, so it's better to wake up in light sleep, obviously. But then I don't remember my dreams if it wakes me up in light sleep. So I've remembered less dreams since using this app, which is nice. Because I hate dreams. You don't like dreams. It, sleep would be so much better if I didn't have to dream. Really? I hate dreaming. So you don't like sleeping and you don't like dreaming? Yes. You want to be a robot? You have vivid dreams. You, you're telling me that if you given the option of not dreaming, you wouldn't take it? No. I like my dreams. I don't like my dreams. And when I write them down and analyze them, then I can see what's going on with me. What maybe what I'm not dealing with or occasionally what other people around me are dealing with. I have a really hard time interpreting my dreams because I'm so into dream interpretation. And dream interpretation isn't about like, oh, you dreamt about a car. Well, a car means this. No, it 
is dependent mm-hmm. on you. So a car can mean something different to each person. So it's yeah. like that whole Socratic method. You have to ask questions. Mm-hmm. So I can't do that for myself because then I'm like, it could be anything. Uh, I still use a dream dictionary, of course, to help like yeah, I, sort I have my one thoughts. Of, one of those two, but yeah, I mean, I pretty much just look at it holistically and try to figure out, okay, well, what what are the things that are going on now? How could this relate? And then I just write it down, and then I'll go back to it maybe a couple weeks later and see if the interpretation I came up with rang true or not. I Most have, of the time, I it's on so point. Much going on in my subconscious. That's why you should dream because see, you write this down. And you could write books upon books upon books. I kind of write books upon books. Like in the newest novel that I've written, I've included a couple of dreams that I actually had. See, there you go. Had you not had dreams, you couldn't put them in a book. I'd rather have that. I can make up dreams. I made up plenty of other dreams in this book. The two that I included, I just re- I was like, that's funny. It's funny that my books are dream-themed. Yet I hate dreaming and I hate sleeping. <laughs> but actually that makes a lot of sense because then I can like deal with my demons when I'm writing. That's why. Yeah. Okay. So writing is your sleep. Okay. We all process differently. Most of us process our stuff when we're asleep. But your brain needs to write it to process. It does. So that's your sleep. Oh my gosh. Writing is my dreaming. You're right. <laughs> I am so insightful. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so, do you think we put people to sleep? Probably. So let's wrap this up. Okay. Before we say anything, you know, more bizarre than we already have, and people will be like, "Why are we paying attention to these nut jobs?" Because they like us. Hopefully. Okay, so I guess this is it for this episode. So thanks so much for listening. This is Nia. And Lola. With one more minute.